0: HELLO EVERYBODY!!! I know, I'm sorry. I'm up and about. Um, Alright, here we are at Bat Bandar Season 2. It's episode 27. It's the WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap. If you haven't already, please do not forget to like, subscribe, or leave a rating, and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram. You're probably wondering, why am I so up and about? Well, that's because I'm one day away, well, not even a whole day, half a day just sleep away from coming out of isolation after uh, suffering the COVID And uh, getting back to work. Yes, I know, I'm very excited to get back to work. But speaking of a different kind of work, well, I guess it's a hobby of mine. And uh, uh, this episode, we're going to be discussing a couple of signings for the Perth Glory, uh, the Western Force, and also the Perth Lynx. But in regards to on-court or on-field action, uh, we're talking about West Coast Fever. And uh, that's who we're going to dive into straight away. And by straight away, I mean now park is Ariang with the interception. That's a massive play from the Diamonds' goal defence. And if they can drain this, well, that's going to be oh. the exclamation point, isn't it? Well, that's why she's in the side. Firstly, Ariang with the interception, and then it was all finished off by Sasha Glasgow. Oh boy, oh boy, what a, a what a great shot. way that's to finish eight. the regular season! But before we get so to get that, here was the big one. Jess Anstice yes, was do. back. Yes, our vice-captain was back on the court. Um, She only played in a half in yesterday's game, but it is just the fifth time from 14 games that Coach Dan Ryan has had his full contingent of 10 contracted players available. So very good news for him coming into the finals. Uh, Janelle Fowler, she broke her own goal-scoring record in the final regular season win that they took over the Thunderbirds yesterday. Um, she hit all 44 of her one point attempts and she overturned her 2020 795 goal record and she did that in her 36th shot just yesterday. And I'm talking about Sunday, of course. Uh, they won the game 68 to 57 and uh, they sat. Second, clearly they couldn't lose, or they couldn't uh, go go up. They couldn't go down. Um, they were destined to be second, um, based on other results that went their way and or didn't go their way. Um, it was a really tight game uh, with with the halftime when it came. It it really only gave uh, the West Coast Fever a thirty to twenty eight advantage. So they were only up by like two points, and that was surprising because Adelaide conceded twenty eight penalties in the first term alone which is an alarming amount. Um, The Thunderbirds, uh, they did manage to reduce the lead to six during the fourth quarter. But however, the damage was done in the third. West Coast had a run of 19 to 12 uh, in that third quarter. For once, they actually shot the super shot at a better click. Um, They shot at 67% on six of nine uh, versus their opponents four of seven at 57%. So for once, uh, they actually used as a strength. Um, the game, however, and for what it's worth, was actually quite even. Adelaide, they won the offset offensive rebounds by two, uh, the defensive rebounds by one, they won the intercepts by one, and uh, deflections were even. So it was really, really cr- close across the whole game, despite it being an 11-goal 11 difference, 11 difference at the end. Sasha Glasgow, she was probably best on court. Um, she was 12 of 18 from one-pointers, 6 of 7 from the super shot, 16 assists and 16 feeds. But Alice Teague kneeled. She probably wasn't too far behind her. She had 27 assists and 47 feeds. On the defensive side of things, Captain Courtney Bruce was just superb. She had six gains, three intercepts, and eleven deflections. Uh, they next play the major semi-final, so the winner of that will go straight through to the grand final. And as you know, uh, when when we broke the news last week, it will be here in Perth at RAC Arena. So just you know, massive, massive uh, incentives uh, to get that win over the Melbourne Vixens. Um, who have actually had their number previously in the last four outings, going back to last year's finals, um, the two games this season uh, that the, they lost, including one here and a pre-season outing as well. But prior to that, however, the Fever won both regular season games against the Phoenix uh, back in 2021. So if we're talking about just recent past, their last four games, they've lost all of them. And they've lost them pretty convincingly. So it is going to be a huge challenge for them. And it really came down in pretty much most of those games to the first quarter and or even just the first five minutes um, when they were down by so much. And they eventually got themselves back into it, but the damage was done early on. And for those of you that are playing at home, you're wondering, oh, major semi-final, West Coast Fever, with the winner to go straight through to the grand final. Where can I see it? When will it happen? All great questions. It, it's going to be played at 3 p.m. Western Standard Time, uh, and that's going to be at John Kane Arena, and it will be on Foxtel or KO Freebies. So please, if you haven't already, please set that time aside on a Saturday at 3 p.m. Western Standard Time, Uh, Hook up your Foxtel or log in and sign up for KO freebies and check out support and get behind the west coast fever we want to see them win and we want to see them earn the right so that no one can say anything that they got their fair and square by beating melbourne vixens and uh, yeah it's going to be an absolute cracker of a match uh i'm going to be getting my couch ready to go and i'm going to be cheering very very hard i'll have my green on and uh we can only hope the west coast fever find their way to the grand final if they, however, lose, they still have a second opportunity. Uh, they'll play, I guess it would probably be called a preliminary final uh, here uh, against the winner of the elimination final. So, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. But for now, West Coast Fever. Now more than ever, it is over to you. Listen to the hiss. Listen to the growl. Purple cancer on the ground. Can you feel the heat? Listen to their feet up the cotton, building up the heat. Here we come. Oh no. Oh no yeah, Alright, a little wild. bit of cat Wildcats chat Wildcats and a little bit of Perth Wildcats way. talk. Not so much on the signing kind of things, but uh the Perth Wildcats, they had their uh, end of season awards and uh Surprised to absolutely no one, Bryce Cotton won his fourth club MVP award uh, when they had the Wildcats ball on Saturday. He stormed. To it as well. Uh, Racking up 328 votes in the Gordon Ellis medal to Vic Laws 209. So 328 to 209, an absolute trouncing. Only Ricky Grace, Sean Reddage, and James Crawford are the other players to have won four MVP trophies. So he is in illustrious company there. Uh, Bryce also won the Eric Watterson medal, which is the Player's Player Award, and thus caps, uh, of course. Uh, being runner-up in the NBL MVP uh, for the last season, the 2021-2022 season, and he was also named uh, in the All-NBL First Team. So uh, despite, you know, the Perth Wildcats not making the finals uh, for the first time in a long, long time, uh, you know, Bryce was still exceptional, uh, winning his fourth club MVP, uh, being runner-up in the NBL MVP, and he was also named in the All-NBL First Team. Mitch Norton, he was named Defensive Player of the Year, Uh, Luke Travers, he was the most improved. And uh, Jack Purchase, he received the Coaches Award. Uh, Jesse Wagstaff, just one little bit of signing action. He has re-signed for another year uh, where the 35-year-old will add to his 416 NBL games. All right, that's it for the Perth Wildcats. Uh, No more signing action as of now. Of course, free agency has started and Uh, We'll be bringing you uh, an NBL free agency special very soon, uh, either with Sheldon Godfrey or Salvatore DeLuca, trying to tee up with one of them um, to do a bit of a breakdown on uh, where all the players are going, who's coming in, who's going out, and who's moving from one team to the other. All right, but uh, for now, for the Perth Wildcats, we are out. Alright, on to the glory. Now forward Nick Fitzgerald, defender Summer Malik have not had their contracts renewed. Um, Teenage defender Josh Rawlins has joined Dutch side FC Utrecht, uh, which we spoke about earlier on, uh, for a transfer fee. While fellow defender Jonathan Aspropodomides was granted an early release from his contract. 22-year-old Melbourne City product, Stefan Kolakowski he signed a two-year deal with the Glory, and he can play anywhere in the front three. On an unfortunate side of things, Glory captain Brandon O'Neill, he's just been released from his contract only one year into a three-year contract, just a stunning move. Um, so a huge loss for them, but uh, I guess uh, you don't want to have people that don't want to be there. They have, however, signed Central Coast Mariner defender and uh, mid-speedster Matt Hatch to a two-year deal and re-signed backup goalkeeper Cameron Cook on a new two-year deal. However, uh, the big news of the week came from signing Socceroos midfielder Mustafa Amini. He spent the last 10 years playing in Germany, Denmark, and Cyprus before returning to play with Sydney FC, in the most recent season, uh, he made his Socceroos debut in two thousand and seven against the UAE. They've also signed attacking midfielder Keegan Jelicic from Brisbane for the next two A League seasons. And recently, he's played for Olympic uh, in the uh, National Premier League in Queensland, and he scored nine. Where he scored nine goals in ten appearances, and this will be his first professional contract. So, looking for youth in regards to the Keegan Jelicic signing. Uh, you know another young young player in 22 year old Melbourne City product Stefan Kolakowski, and uh yes Mustafa Amini huge signing I remember he him starting for the Central Coast Mariners and he was uh, certainly something to behold and uh, having all that time playing overseas uh, you know th- those those 10 years in Germany Denmark and Cyprus that has only made him a better player so massive I like the signings they're on the right track getting young players from other teams that just haven't got enough opportunity. And, uh, you know, they will look good in purple. Don't you worry about that. And just lastly, for the glory, on an off-field off kind of matter, and this sort of ties in, in a way, to the Western Force that we were talking about earlier, Perth Glory are planning to build a temporary stadium at HBF Arena and joodle uh, as some of their home games during their lockout of HBF Park for the same reason as the Force. And Chief Executive Tony Piñata is hopeful, It'll be ready by October. So yes, uh, unfortunately they will be kicked out of HBF Park because it's sort of right in the middle of their season anyway. Uh, or at least their pre season getting themselves ready for it. So, yes, slight inconvenience, but hopefully they can make do and uh you know make make the best of a bad situation. But uh for the Perth Glory and any more signings, we'll keep you posted, but for now, we are out. Oh, Stowers. Stowers giving it the down the first transit Runs it to the line, almost intercepted. And it is play on, and Bryke gets it down right, to McGregor! Up for bit of Western McGregor! Force and Check homegrown product Western and, Force. and first Future Force try. Academy graduate to play for the Force. And a winner of last year's Nathan Sharp Player of the Year medal, Kane Katika. He's recommitted for three years. And former Australian 7-star Tim Anstey, he's signed on for another two years. And rolling with the signings, they've actually stolen a Melbourne Rebels captain. Well, they haven't stolen him, obviously. But uh, they have picked up uh, the Melbourne Rebels captain for their next two Super Rugby seasons. Uh, he won the Waratahs Best and Fairest in 2018 before then moving to the Rebels for the past four seasons. So that's a huge huge signing for them uh, to get uh, the captain of one of their biggest rivals uh, from the Australian standard. So, yeah homegrown player and Future Force Academy graduate, Uh, and of course Nathan Sharp medal winner Kane Katika for three years and then former Australian 7 star Tim Anstey for another two years. Uh, On the off-field kind of uh, of things here, the Western Force, they'll no longer need to find a new venue for the mid-season interruption that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago due to the $35 million maintenance and or upgrade for the Women's World Cup that would have happened next July. Because they'll actually be able to play all but one of their scheduled games at HBF Park. So that's a big win for them. The Perth Glory are probably going to be affected by that slightly more. And we'll I'll talk about that in due course when we get to the Perth Glory. Um, their, schedule, their schedule is going to look pretty similar to this. They'll have games 1 and 3 at home. They'll go on a New Zealand trip, have a bye... And then they'll probably have home and away games for the rest of the season. So a couple of nice signings for the Western Force. And th- that was an update for you that they won't be affected too much with, of course, the HBF Park you know, maintenance. That, that will be happening around the time uh, when they need to get it ready for the Women's World Cup uh, next July. So that's it for now. Uh, we'll leave the Western Force and we'll come back to you where we have some more signings that will be announced in due course. All right, we're done. We're dusted. It's all over. That is the end of season two, episode twenty-seven, the WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap. If you haven't already, and if you haven't told any of your friends, your family, your workmates, your colleagues, uh, your people that you hang out with um, down at the down at the park when you take your dog for a walk, or maybe those people that you see in your pre-season training, maybe maybe have a different kind of pre-season, or if your season's right in the thick of it, don't forget to tell them. And if they ask, yeah, but how do I? Do? Yeah, but well, what do I do? How do I listen? Well, this is how you do it. Uh, you got to make sure that uh, you like, subscribe, but leave a rating and leave a review on your favourite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram. Whether you're listening in the morning, the afternoon or the evening, it's been an absolute privilege to have you on board. Thank you so much. We look forward to touching base with, with you and all of our WA teams on the domestic sporting scene next week.